Alright, um, recording. Um, Hello everyone and welcome to the fifth, no, this is SWW show, 15th episode. Every freaking time, AJ. Uh, no, it's because of the, um, the live movie club threw off my... It just messed you up mentally and emotionally? My, yeah, my mental number structure of <laughs> what was what. Um, yeah, we're recording this uh, the week before Thanksgiving. Which, which is, it's just because holidays and I'm Trev, I go literally from... So it's Thanksgiving, which obviously I'm coming up north for. Then I travel the entire next week for work, so... Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so. So, this is, this is the SWW show. I don't know if you said that. I'm Mike, by the way. And that, obviously, is AJ. Um, yep. So, we bullshit all that fun shit. So, I have, I have some notes for you, AJ. So, this week, I have learned a very important thing. Okay. The hold music for Disney World is objectively better than the hold music for Disney Plus, if you have to call them. Because so Disney Disney Plus's hold music is just like the Star Wars theme on loop, where Disney World is all of the classic Disney stuff. Okay. So so um I was one of those fun four thousand accounts that got hacked on Disney Plus. And your Disney, your, all Disney accounts are the same. So if it takes your Disney Plus, it also affects your Disney World account. So that was fun. Hey, remember when I said I wasn't going to get Plus? <laughs> Looking like a good idea at this point. <laughs> so, like, the Plus I was less concerned about, because worst case, you do a charge back in your account and make a new account because they switched the email. The Disney World had my Disney ticket on there, and that's what I was concerned about. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I didn't tell you I'm going to Disney World, right? Yeah. With, with the fun lightsaber? Yeah, yeah, I'm able to shut up about it. Because it's great. It's great. So yeah, just general note. Also, hold lines on Disney World and Disney Plus right now, fucking absurd. I spent I bet six hours training two things on the phones over two different nights. So yeah, but you hey maybe this is why a company shouldn't hold a monopoly. Okay, <laughs> I don't. Let's be honest. All the other customer services are just as bad. And actually, once you get on the phone with them, they're fine. It was just their logs are so backed up. I mean, I've never had an issue with. Um, like Hulu, which is weird because that's a Disney company, um, with Spectrum, with HBO, Amazon, because they all have online chats. So you no, can... no, Disney had an online chat. I just didn't. Feel... So like the issue is it's so backed up right now. It's like ten hours to get through the online chat. Yeah. Well. So calling's actually quicker, which is absurd. Welcome to a world where. Anything Disney-related instantly becomes the most popular thing in the world. 
Uh, also, speaking of Star Wars, though, I watched another episode of The Mandalorian. So this is episode three. It's finally turning into a Star Wars show. I'm very excited by that. Like, there's actual action and stuff matters. So that's okay. ex- so exciting. Um, you finished, you said, the Star Wars game? Yep. Star Wars Jedi, colon, fallen... Order? Order. So, walk me through it. How is it? Does it get better? All that fun shit. It's a Metroidvania with Dark Souls-style combat. So does it actually turn more into Metroidvania? Because I feel like when I last talked to you a couple hours in, it didn't sound like it was Super 1 at that point. Um, yeah, because, I mean, there's stuff on every planet that you have to um, progress in the story to then go and unlock. So, I'm trying to think. So, when we talked... Then, so, did you learn... So, one of the things I think we talked about was the whole thing with your perk points. So, how does, mm-hmm. how does that system end up actually working? So, I think we were unsure if it was XP at the time, or there's challenges, or... It's XP. Okay. So, so here's, here's the ultimate question, then. So, this is the first Star Wars single-player game of any note in, what, seven, eight years? Does it hold up Probably. to does it hold up to that hype? Yeah. Okay. Would you recommend it if you didn't get it for free on Origin Access? Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Good good to know. Uh ultimate question, can you eventually fix that guy's dumb fucking haircut? Nope. God damn it. That was my one complaint when I saw it. I was like, I don't like his haircut. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it would be weird if you could because that's a, like, they face-scanned in that actor, so... But they could at least give him a couple haircuts over time. Just saying. Also, I, I looked up that actor. I didn't realize he was the Joker guy from Gotham. Neither did I, because I've never seen Gotham, so. I, I've just seen enough ads when that was a thing with the Joker, and I was like, I recognize that boy. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that I'm curious, so we played Apex Legends last weekend during our stream. Mm-hmm. So what is your opinion of the game now with the new map and everything since you had played in a couple months? It's still a battle royale. Like, nothing's really changed. Um, so I'm curious. So you hadn't seen the new map yet, right? I mean, I had seen, like, the release trailer of, like... Okay, but you hadn't played on it. What it was going to be, yeah. Yeah, we didn't go on the train that much. I was about to say, what do you think of the train? But I think we went on it. Okay. I mean, I think it's an interesting idea. Because I personally like the idea of the train on that, because I feel like it at least adds some moving feature. Yeah. But... Okay. Um, trying to think. Any any other fun things you've played or seen over the last week? Um, I've been keeping up on the uh, Red Dead bounties and online. 
How um, how is Red Dead Online? Is it like getting is it super fleshed out at this point? Is it still iffy? I mean, it's pretty fleshed out. Like, I would say, like the one thing they don't have that um, I think everybody wants is the ability to create like. Because right now, the only camp that you have is, like, the small thing that you get, you know, just off the bat. Like, people want, you know, like, the way that you could get houses in GTA or... So you can't do that? I'm Actually, I didn't realize. I assumed it was a similar thing of you can have a multitude. No, but in a sense... In a way, it makes sense because, um, like, how do you handle that? Like, you know, do you make it so you can purchase, like, an apartment in the towns, or that, or can you make your own homestead, or, like... That's what I was, uh, to me, I, I, and I was thinking it'd be, like, a multiple homestead, kind of like how, like... This is going to be a bad example, because you're not going to like it, but how Fallout 4 76 kind of does the whole, like, you do that. And put people there and grow it. Yeah, but that's not what um, this is going for. Like. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Jesus okay. Christ, dude. I'm dying. Death. I've been fighting something. Um, okay. So, yeah, so that's interesting. Um, and is it racing season still? I don't understand how any of that works. In what sense? Like, I don't know, you watch those cars go around the tracks? Oh, yeah. Uh, NASCAR wrapped up. Um, IndyCar's been done for a little bit. F1 still has one race. Um, Formula E just started, and WBC is really weird because they have a split um, schedule. Hmm. Okay, so I have interesting. So obviously, I'm going to this AEW show on next week. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you realize this. So every single wrestling show across the board is in Chicago this week, which is interesting. Like, everything from Friday to Wednesday is in Chicago. And CM Punk has been rumbling. And now um, they have Seth Rollins on, like, social media kind of pushing it. I'm like, do you think CM Punk's officially going to make his in-ring return at some point? I feel like the only way that happens is if... Vince McMahon basically backs up a Brinks truck full of... Bags of millions of dollars. The the rumor was AEW was trying to offer him a giant fucking payday, and he said no. But especially... I think the reason that he didn't want to do that is because if he did that, people would be like, oh, of course he did it just for the money. Like, But we're at the point now where, like... And we all know that, like, their social media is somewhat their own, but wrestling social media is somewhat controlled as a marketing tool. So, like, if there was no chance CM Punk was trying to be back or whatever, there's no way they'd be letting Seth Rollins be in, like, main event me, let's go. 
Like the- I mean, I feel like his um his Twitter account seems to be fairly relaxed. But I because uh, but there's still suspicion. There's plenty of times where he goes after like trolls and just rips them apart. That's true, but to me, this is almost different, especially because like we all know the thing. Every time WWE's in Chicago, you just hear CM Punk chants the entire fucking night. And this would yeah. be the weekend because starting yesterday through Wednesday, everything's in Chicago. I mean, he'll show up at something, but... But the question is, though, does he get in that ring? Mm. They'll... They'll play his music, get the pop, but then he'll come out to introduce somebody. But, like, also to me, like, the moment you do that, like... If he ever does come back, it bec- it will be one of the like infamous comebacks in wrestling in modern times. Especially after all the shit he said over the years. Yeah. And also, we all have to wonder how big that paycheck is. Well, I mean, he's openly said the only reason he does the thing on Fox is because it's not controlled by Vince. Right. But, like, so part of me, I wonder if why, because, like, obviously WWE's trying to at least, is trying to get him to talk more, is I wonder if they're starting to be scared by stuff like AEW and other things that are stealing ratings. I mean, they don't care. Like, Vince doesn't give two shits about AEW. No, but it's the death by a thousand cuts mentality of, if there's other good content and there are multiple things out there, and maybe none of them will ever do the same ratings, they could start slowly messing with their ratings as WWE's ratings are falling anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing of it is, like, once the XFL starts up, I think you'll see WWE heading more towards the uh, combating AEW. I'm gonna be. I'm also curious. I keep forgetting. Isn't XFL? Is it next year? It's 2020, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Do you think XFL after week one is still gonna have good ratings? Because I bet you week one they'll have good ratings. I mean, it kind of depends. Like, it depends on that first week. Like, you know, very little has been said about because they're on a ton of networks it looks like too depending on the game yeah yeah so they're on basically every network but what hasn't been said is the uh like what is the you know average play gonna look like what is it you know what is the game gonna look like yeah, that's going to be interesting. Will, will it matter? Because you obviously won't have players of any inherent name recognition. Uh, I mean, they've got some big-name people. Do they have... No, I, this is me not knowing. Maybe you know. Do they have anyone who's, like, former, like, NFL? They have quite a few that are former NFL. Okay. So at least have something, then, to, like, work off of for advertising purposes. Yeah. 
Their big name is uh, Cardell Jones, who was the backup quarterback in San Diego. Okay. So maybe there'll be something. Okay. Um, so one of the big things this week was kind of a big wrap-up of stuff. Uh, the first one is, as we talked about a couple couple episodes ago, uh, and now it's open, is the Oculus Link is now a thing in beta, which is the thing where you could plug your Quest into your computer and you could play all of the Rift games. Mm-hmm. What I've, one of the things I find interesting is it's running off USB 3, which I'm surprised that's quick enough, personally. But it's probably the only option they have. I mean, USB 3 is what they used for the Rift, like... Yeah, but you also had HDMI. You've come with the Rift yeah. had more than just that. Yeah, but I mean, HDMI and USB 3 are, like, in terms of the, the way you're talking about speed, mm-hmm. they're exactly the same. I mean... Because in my head, what it was is uh, that the the HDMI obviously was the video and the 3 was the input, so now it kind of has to be both. Well, if it's, um, I have a feeling it's pumping out a lot, um, less data from the headset than, like, the Rift was. Okay. So they're able to, you know, use the bandwidth in the, uh, USB 3 so what, why do you think they're using video? Is it because like stuff like it's doing its own inherent tracking? Do you think is part of the video? Yeah. It could handle less throughput. Yeah, because I mean the original Rift it needed what like four USB ports because you needed to plug each tracker into USB. You had two trackers. I'm looking at mine right now. Um, HDMI and I think the Rift itself had a USB. I think or maybe it was two. No, it's two USBs. You're right. So yeah, so it had two USBs going to it so and it HDMI four. going to it. But it, it had three things sending data directly to the Rift, basically. Yeah. Whereas the Quest does all its own tracking. Right, so you minus at least those two right there. And that's probably what those two USBs on that end are probably pulling. Yeah, and I mean, really, like... I have to imagine most of, like... In terms of a game needing input, like you can probably just shoot out a small file that's like a constant like stream of data, mm-hmm. but it's probably pretty small. Of like, okay, you need like your x, y, and z coordinates, and then your rotational for the like the viewpoint, and then it's just it's the same thing for the controllers. So, so what I'm gonna be curious in is as we get more side-by-sides of a game that is natively on Quest versus the Rift native versus the Rift on Quest native to see how different they all look. Because obviously the Rift native will look the best, and I'm curious then, is it like a game like Robo Recall, which is on Quest natively, how much nicer is it on the Rift Quest than it would be on the straight Quest? Well, also, what's the 
What's the panel on the quest? What do you mean? Like, what's the resolution? Is it... Mm, I think it was... Because if it's, the if it's less than the rift, then that makes things even easier because you're, you need even less data. I thought it was a hair left in the rift, but I know it's more than something like PSVR is what I thought it was. Well, PSVR is just a 1920 by 1080 right. split over the two But items, the Go, so. I think, was equivalent of the PSVR, if I remember right. So that's why I was like, yeah. Um, this will also be interesting, I think, when that new quest comes out next year that has all the nicer stuff built into it. And that's what yeah. I'm going to be very curious on that quest specifically, how much it changes things. Yeah. Also, I was reading some interesting stuff this week. They're doing some articles. Basically, everyone's like, everyone in the industry is like, yeah, if it wasn't for Facebook, VR would be dead right now. It's kind of like the general consumption. Like, basically, Facebook's mm. influx of cash continually is what's helping keeping stuff afloat. At least... Yeah, I mean, like, the the thing of it is, like, obviously... Um, I think if if Facebook hadn't bought Oculus, it would be way more of a like niche market. Like it's still niche, but you're saying even obnoxiously more niche. Yeah, like when we were at GDEX, there were what like four or five VR things, which is decently high percentage, all things considered. Yeah. If Facebook hadn't come in and bought Oculus, there'd probably be one. And let me phrase this. I think VR, even without Facebook, would still be a thing at the business-to-business -business level or the training level or any of that stuff. But like at the game level, I think, is where it really mattered. Because they're continually putting money into Oculus, which is continually spewing out... Like, the basic Oculus, on a grand scale, is uh, like putting money into an obnoxious amount of games currently still. That's just being made by other people. And they're not working as a publisher, per se, either. They're doing much more, like, epic game-style exclusive, where they're like, okay, here's just money, you're exclusive. Here, here's money, here's money, here's money. Which is what's interesting about it, too. It's like, they're really helping to make sure content's continually coming out. Yeah. And obviously, content's pushing headsets, which is pushing this, which is continually pushing all that. So I'm just very... I just find that very interesting, and I'm always concerned about the moment when Facebook goes, okay, we've lost too much money. Yeah. I wonder, though, like, the announcement that uh, Half-Life Alex will be free to anybody that owns a Index. Oh, yeah, that's the next thing I have, is the whole Half-Life is back and it's VR thing. Will that drive the sale of uh, Indexes? To people like me that have a Vive, so they have all the hardware they need, they just want the new headset. But here's the question, though. Uh, my understanding is that you could still buy the game otherwise. Yeah, so, like, you could. Is it worth Like, so, like, is the index not worth it enough for that really would make a difference to you? I mean, take the price of the index and controllers... Let's see, Star. Because you have the trackers already. Do you have the lighthouses or do you have the stands? Um, I have the 
lighthouses. Okay. So you have trackers then. And I think your controllers worked on it too, I thought. Uh, let's see, hold on. Uh, index. That was what was nice about the index, is it used a lot of Vive pieces. There used to be a thing of like, hey. If you have this. If you have this, this is what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, so it would cost me, um, approximately $750. That is the index headset and the controllers. Okay. And then you get Alex if you own the controllers. Okay, so that's the cutoff, was the controllers. Yeah. Which is probably very smart on their end. It's So, that's, so, like, I, I also have to, we, I think we have to point out the fucking hilariousness of, for years, everyone's been joking, saying they should, that they're going to reboot Half-Life as a VR game, and there's been those rumblings for, like, five years, and, of course, now it's fucking real. Yeah. I will say the index controllers, I'm watching the trailer for it. The index controllers appear to be so much better than anything out there. Mm hmm. I've heard, like, it's a solid headset. I have for sure heard good things as a headset. In terms of, like, there's a strap that goes over your knuckles that you just pull tight. So you don't have to wear some weird wrist strap. You can just pull that tight, and then it's just attached to your hand. Mm hmm. Like, so you can let go. Whereas, obviously, with a Vive, you would need to wear your strap if you wanted to do that, and then the controller would fall. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, what also I found interesting in the Half-Life Alex thing is, and this isn't a big deal to you, but to me it is, they're releasing Source 2 as a modding tool, finally. Which I know Source 2 is years old, but it, it, we have not had a public-facing Source 2 yet. Because they said um, Half-Life will be moddable in the marketplace and stuff. So I'm curious now, what will Source 2 spawn when it comes to like mods and new games, considering how much Source 1 spawned? Probably a new Gary's mod. Like Probably new Gary's mod. My question is becoming, do we get something... Like, so I count, think about how these games were infamously mods of Half-Life games using Source originally. Counter-Strike was originally a mod, a bunch of the other ones were mods, like, this is the question, do we start getting more of those again? Portal was a mod. Probably not. Do you not think so? Like, because everybody just has gone to, like, they make mods for Gmod. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're not making, um games for it that's fair um but yeah it's, I th I th I'm just uh, excited that we'll finally get a new one also I did not realize that the people who make Gary's Mod also made Rust I didn't realize that was the same company till recently um I think it was like 
Gary's Mod was made by one person, so... But, like, the company that spawned Gary's Mod, like, out of Gary's Mod. Yeah. It is this team that made Rust, is the best way to put it. Which I didn't realize that. Also... Yeah, I think I remember hearing that, but... But, like, it totally didn't stick in my head. I'm very interested that Rust also is coming to councils um, this late after I feel like Rust is people have been talking about for years. Well, it's probably taking so long because that game runs like dog shit, so... That's why I'm curious. Also, like, the current thing is they're coming to councils, like, I think 2020. I'm like, the generation's, like, over. Why the fuck are we coming now? <laughs> but... Yeah. Because at a certain point, I go, like, it can't be worth it. Like, I know you, you make obviously some money, but, like, at a certain point, you go, why aren't you, like, why? But what, what do I know, I guess? Yeah. Uh, other more fun news we have. Uh, with, so, so South Dakota is doing this meth campaign, right? I have never wanted to be more on meth in my life. Because I'm just saying. So they did this thing where it's meth, I'm on it. But they showed, they, they did a bunch of like social media marketing for it. And it's a bunch of semi-attractive, like, okay looking people on meth. And everyone's like, see, uh, are you saying meth is good or bad? We're not sure. Yeah, apparently it cost them close to half a million dollars to run this campaign. My favorite joke on that one I saw was, they're like, this ad agency spent $1,000 on the PSA campaign and 449000 on meth. <laughs> it's, it's like, have you seen the meme? You've probably seen the meme where it's graphic art, graphic design is my passion. And it's like a bad Photoshop. So. It's literally like a person poorly photoshopped on a blue background and under it just says graphic design is my passion. No, I haven't seen that. But like that's all I can think of when I see that is like that whole thing of like ad being an ad agency is my passion. God damn. Oh, South Dakota. Do people live in South Dakota? Yeah. You sure? Mm-hmm. Who chooses to live there? Probably people that are farmers. That's true, that's true. It's always weird, because, like, there are these states that, like, obviously people live in every state, but, like, you always go, who chooses to live? And it's like, you can name, like, half the states. Because it's so sparsely populated, and basically it's all farm country or a factory or whatever. Yeah. Like, who chooses to live in Alaska? Um, I mean, there's actually, there's some decent industry up there. And it, you have to think about it, right? Like, the people that live in Alaska are the people that work the oil fields. Mm -hmm. And then all of the industry around that. Which, I understand. But, like, it's cold as fuck. I know you were there the one fucking summer is 90 degrees. But, like, on a, the winter's there. Fucking atrocious. Like, and? 
Like, when you get a check for, I think it's $5,000 a year? Yeah, yeah, they have the... For anybody? Isn't it, like, it's based upon oil sales or something? Yeah, it's it's your oil dividend check. Yeah, and also, like, let's be honest, housing there probably costs, what, nothing? <laughs> mm, no, it actually costs more because you have to get everything there. I thought like, everything in Alaska just costs more. Yeah, I've heard this. Isn't it like Hawaii in that way? Yeah. Like, Hawaii, I at least understand the, like, visiting there and stuff, too. My issue with Hawaii living there is, like, I just don't want to live on a small island for obvious hurricane reasons. I mean, you're much less likely to hit by a hurricane in Hawaii than you are in uh, Florida. It depends where in Florida. I mean, anywhere in Florida, like... Hawaii is so small when it comes to the Pacific Ocean that the chances of a hurricane actually hitting the islands is really low. Mm-hmm. Yes, but like the issue is though, if you do get hit, like it would be extremely catastrophic. Yeah. So it's kind of like a. It's what's the whole thing like you have a lower risk, but the but if you get hit, it's worse. I've got the term for yeah, it. Yeah, and you have to play those cards. Like, well, like yes, Florida has a high chance of getting hit, but Florida is relatively so big that what does that mean? Like, like if South Florida gets hit, it doesn't affect me. For example. Yeah. yeah. Also, I live and there's multiple islands in Hawaii that you can live on, so you can hit one but not the other. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I would visit Hawaii in a heartbeat. There's just logistics to living on an island. Also, McDonald's I heard real expensive, and like we all like our one dollar McDonald's meals. Uh, speak for yourself. I hate McDonald's. Really. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've been to McDonald's together. <laughs> uh, no, we haven't. When I was in GR, didn't we go to McDonald's or that Burger King? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fast food, though, I finally had that KFC sandwich. Which one? The, the Oh, Popeye's. I'm sorry. The Popeye's sandwich. Like the Popeye's Mm here. I'm going to say the controversial thing. Are you ready? Chick-fil-A. It's just a chicken sandwich. Chick-fil-A makes a better sandwich. So my issue with it, and this is my problem. So it's, you know, it's the Popeye, so it's like the crispiness and all that. I don't want a flaky, crispy chicken sandwich. Because it's going to get, the part of a sandwich is I don't want it to get everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if I, if, like, that's my problem with it. Because it's literally, like, a, they just, basically, it's like a, ch- I think it's a thigh or whatever, and they put it, like, so it is literally the breading. On a sandwich, do you understand how messy that fucking is? Yeah. And if I'm eating a sandwich at work, or I'm trying to eat at my desk, not a good combo. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, Chick-fil-A, still the king of the chicken sandwich. 
which I know is some people don't like the truth. But it is the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about what about you, AJ? Any any other fun random stuff you've seen over the past week since we've talked to each other? No, I'm probably gonna go see Ford versus Ferrari either today or um no, probably today. Nice. I've been thinking of seeing Jojo Rabbit. I've heard Oh, I've heard that's okay. I've heard pretty great things. Um, cause it's also a tiki, which is um, throw Ragnarok, which I like his style of movie a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So then, speaking of movies, are you ready to decide for movie club next month? Uh, sure. Okay. So let's see. So. Uh, December movies out in December. We've got... We have an obvious one, but I don't know if we should do the Iron obvious Mats, one. Richard really on Fire, Little Joe, Midnight Family, Jumanji, Black Christmas, Richard Jewel. So the obvious one to oh, me is Star Jones. Wars, but I don't know if that should be what we see. I mean, that's also super late. Right, that's, that's kind of... So looking at it, so we said, I don't like this list. Well, there's, there's nothing that first week of December that I want to see. I would, but that first week of December also is freaking Thanksgiving, so that makes sense. No, it isn't. It's the week after. Oh, okay. So that second week of December then is Jumanji, Richard Jewell. Which, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and the next week's Star Wars. Is December just a bad month? The 27th is 1917. Mm. Uh, I think it's... I have it on the 25th, but yeah. Well, it's the week of the 27th. Yeah, so. I think it just comes out early because Christmas. God, December's just a bad month. I'm going to say... Okay, I'm going to give the option. Do we want to cheat and just pretend Knives Out comes out in December even though it comes out November 27th? Yeah, we could. Which is ironic, because by the time this comes out and we're recording, it's going to real seem out of date. So yeah, because like it's that or we wait till Star Wars. And that's the question at hand. Because if we did Star Wars. Way too late. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can do Knives Out. Okay, we're going to cheat then this month. It will be Knives Out. Which is fine, because when this comes out, when we're recording, AJ, we have enough time to see it, that means, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, what is our old movie going to be, then? Should it be Clue? Should it? What year is Clue? I think it's the 80s. It's 1985, is that right? 
Uh, is it just because it's the same theme? Well, Knives Out is clearly Clue. Like That's true. So should we see the movie that it's kind of ripping off? Yeah. Or not ripping, but riffing off of. Hey, it's Tim Curry, so it can't be that bad. Christopher Lord. It's a good cast. Yeah, probably. Okay. So our, our old film, God, this is going to be a weird month, is Clue, 1985. And then our new film for December, in quotes, is Knives Out. Okay, I'm sorry, people. December just sucks, apparently, for movies. I, I have nothing to control over that one. So. That's a thing. So, yeah. Um... Because dates are weird, and when we're recording this, uh, this comes out, this episode is coming out the 6th, uh, so just everyone have it ready for the, probably the next week or whatever, probably the 13th or the 20th, will be when the movie club comes out, just so everyone has it in their books, when to watch these movies by. Okay? So yeah. Thanks everyone for joining us for this, another weird episode of the SWW show. Um, remember... You can follow me at Twitter, at Mikey underscore Maroney. You can follow AJ at Losibor. You can follow the show at the SWW Show. Remember, if you whatever podcast feed you're listening to this on, subscribe. I think it's leave ratings, reviews. Whatever you do on podcast feeds that are positive for us, we want the thumbs up or the five stars. We don't want any of this bad stuff. Uh, remember, keep an eye out because we've been doing a good chunk of interviews and we have a bunch, a few more in the pipeline coming up. Uh, with a bunch of cool different devs who are making a ton of different experiences. So keep an eye out for that one. I think that's all of the important stuff. Right, AJ? I think so. Nice, okay. Well, we'll catch you guys next time. This podcast was a product of the SWW Show. You can find more at the SWWShow.com or Facebook.com slash the SWW Store or Twitter.com slash SWW. You can find out more about Mike at Mikey underscore Maroney on Twitter and more about AJ at Losibor on Twitter. Remember, new episodes come out twice a month, one focusing on the new entertainment news and one focusing on movie club, so new and an old movie. You can find out more again at the SWWshow.com. You can find the show on podcast services around the globe.
Thank you.